Welcome to the No Referees Podcast, where we have unpenalized conversations with sports personalities on industry news, their grind, the game, and much more. Please check us out on our social media pages at No Referees Podcast for up-to-date info on the show. Now, let's get into it. Welcome back to the No Referees Podcast. I'm Everest, joined with my special co-host. Man. Special Jenny. We got to find a new intro, man. <laughs> <laughs> Saying my name two times is kind of weird, but hey, special, special, the double, <laughs> du- double the trouble, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> On the line with us from California, uh, UCLA's own and America's next top model, hey now. Monique Billings. What up, Monique? Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. How you doing today? I'm well. I'm blessed. I can't complain. I'm resting, enjoying life, enjoying this holiday season. Hey, okay. You ain't uh breaking down any happy dances with any uh good food these days? <laughs> uh a little too much, honest, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> what you eating these days in the off season? Um I try to find a balance. Um I like to cook, so personally I um make time to cook and whip up a little bit, you know. Hey. But um yeah. A lot of desserts, though. I'm a definite. I'm a foodie. I, I'm totally a foodie. But a lot of desserts, a lot of sweets. So that's been on my plate lately. Sounds about right. I, <laughs> I'm a candy head. I don't know about the the, the food mm. and all that, but I'm a lot, a whole lot of candy, whole lot of candy. I don't mess with none of that. The sweets, them sweets is rot your teeth out. Hey, you from Texas, man. You, <laughs> you don't know no better. That's the Texas thing. <laughs> Momo, let's jump right into it. Let's let's talk a little bit about Cali. I mean, I know I, you know, we talk about Cleveland and Texas. Tell us a little bit about Cali. Cali is just a vibe. Like that's the only way I know how to describe a whole it. Vibe. Right okay. now, it is sun. It is sunny and seventy degrees. I'm like, what could get better than this? You know, like I'll travel around the world, and I'm just like, I'm always thinking about California. Thinking about I can't wait to come home. I love California. It's just a vibe just has my heart and um there's no place like home every time i think about cali i think on people with surfboards and vans on and, and long socks yeah that's all i think about Joker necklaces and- <laughs> <laughs> it's super laid back you know we're super laid back over here and just enjoying life um trendsetters all the things y'all just named trendsetters over here so hey. cali's just a vibe uh, okay, so you from Riverside, right? No, I'm from Corona. Corona, and, uh, it's right next to Riverside. I just say LA is home, just to make it easier. All that's in the LA metropolitan area, huh? Pretty much, yeah. I just say LA is home, just to kind of generalize it, because people don't know where Corona is. So I just say LA. Hey, I know where Corona's at in a in grocery store. Get that six pack. That's all Corona mm, I ever exactly. heard of. You know, I know you had your choice of schools, but what was the reason why you chose to go to UCLA? Um. Definitely the fact that it is kind of in my backyard was um, a definite reason for why I chose to go to UCLA. But there's a couple of different reasons. When I went in, it was with the number one recruiting class. So I was playing with, you know, some of the best players at that time. So I was like, of course, I want to be a part of that. And um, that's it's so crazy because I'm looking, I'm thinking about that. That was a long time ago. Like, I used to be able just to shoot off that answer and be like, yeah, this reason, that reason. And I'm like, wow, that was a completely different season of my life. But the fact that it was near home and my parents could come to my games, they came to every single one of my home games, which was awesome. And me being a Cali girl to the core, it's like, it just made sense. Was Shannon and Tasha on that staff? 
um, when you were there? Not Tasha. Shannon was, though, yes. Okay, because I, I know Tasha, um, she was actually on staff at UC when I played at Xavier, so cool, cool, cool oh, nice. lady. Small yeah. world. Yeah, she got a, little, got a little swag to her. Not from Cali, but, you know, she, she seemed <laughs> to be fitting right in. Mm-hmm. I saw on your Instagram page that your family, your dad's a big influence in your basketball career. So talk about that playing mm-hmm. in front of your family and friends just growing up uh, with your pops and your family, you know, and then picking UCLA and having the chance to show off your skills in front of your fam. Right. So my parents, I'm really close to them and my younger sister, you know, I have a very small family. It's pretty much just us four. And my parents have sacrificed so much and just have done so much for my sister and I and taking me to my basketball games every single weekend and not even with the expectation of me to go forward playing in college or playing now in the WNBA. They just knew that I loved the game and still love the game, but they knew how much fun I had. And so they sacrificed a lot of their time, a lot of their money. And so um, it was nice just being able to go to a school where they can come to my games and kind of see now the sacrifice that they have made for me is like right in front of their eyes, almost in a sense. You know, I received a, um, a scholarship, full ride scholarship, education paid for. Like that's something that they don't even have to worry about. And so it's just a huge blessing from God. Just being able to play at home, have my friends, have my family support me. And um, yeah, I'm really close with them, as you guys could probably tell. So it meant a lot to me. So within all, within all of that, um, playing ball and everything like that and your parents making all the sacrifices at what point once you got to college did you realize like man I could I could be a pro I can I can really become really good and, and really take this thing somewhere when did that happen for you so when I started seeing scouts coming to practice and seeing them kind of in the stands and stuff and I, I started to realize like I, I think I know why they're here and so um that's I think when I realized that was probably my junior year I was like okay like People are taking me seriously. I'm taking my, I've always taken myself seriously. So it's like now people are seeing, um, people who have been sleeping on me all throughout my life are now seeing like, okay, she's here. She's about this game. So I think probably my junior year in college, I started noticing and recognizing that um, I had the potential to play in the WNBA. Was that a goal of yours? Or that's just something like, man, I I played, I've earned a scholarship. Um, What was like the, what was the what's next for you you know within playing so crazy sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead within playing like what what was was the what's next it's so crazy because I'm just a very go with the flow person so I wasn't like oh I have to be in the WNBA I have to be doing this I'm so honored and I'm so thankful that God has given me the ability to but I didn't really know what was next I didn't know you know like I had no idea and I wasn't really thinking about it I kind of just went with the flow um following the plan that's been set before me. So when you get all these scouts coming to the game, you killing at UCLA, you household name, then the the draft comes. So tell us what it's like. You know, I know uh, I read some stuff you, you talked about online. You know, you were you, you expected to go higher in the draft. You end up being a second-round draft pick. But is there any doubts that crept up in your mind on that night, or do you play with any chip on your shoulder? chip will forever be on my shoulder I've always played with a chip on my shoulder I think that's just what drives me and that's what motivates me it's like everything happens for a reason so it's like um I just took all of that in took all of those moments in and it's like I'm not gonna let anyone define me I'm not gonna let a number define me you know everyone has their own opinions and stuff but 
what's real is what's shown on the court. And so that's the language that I speak. Did you have anywhere in specific that you wanted to go? I know you, Atlanta, Atlanta is always popping. I, uh, you know, I know you from Cali and was you hoping, ah, LA Sparks grab you or, or did it matter at that, at that time? Honestly, I wanted to play for whatever team wanted me to come play for them. And that's exactly what happened. And it's worked out amazingly. Okay. So what is it like? What is it like playing for Atlanta? Like you got a couple, again, a couple, couple of the homies from around the league. What, what What's your team like? Mm-hmm. What's your team chemistry like? What's that like? How did they embrace you Um, your, your first day there? You know, how, how was that? They embraced me like sisters, like family. And I've never really had that environment to where, um, it's hard to explain, but I, I love my teammates so much. You know, it's just like there's a lot of genuine people on my team, and um, I'm not about that drama. I don't like drama, and I've had to deal with that in high school. And you know, just you know, that's how it goes sometimes. But there's just no drama on my team, and it's like let's just get these buckets. So coming in your first your first year, what do you think? What would you say was your biggest transition from the college to the pro game? Um, I think the same transition that's kind of everyone, which is going from being the star player to finding your new role. Because most, in most cases, you're not going to come in and just be the star. So that was the case for me. So just figuring out what does my team need? What can I bring? How can I show that I am of value to my team? Um, and yeah. So you always hear about hazing stores, you know, uh, people putting popcorn in their car or you having to carry the small little <laughs> bag. So give us some uh, any hazing stories or any kind of stories from your just your rookie year that people may find kind of funny. <laughs> That's a great question. I didn't have any. I wasn't hazed. Thank God I was not hazed. Um, I think I've heard of the popcorn in the car, but I didn't know that was a real thing. Thank God that didn't happen to me. <laughs> Um, any funny stories? Or just anything that you heard from anybody that you know, uh, any of your 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 teammates from college, and you know, like maybe or anybody that you know personally, they may have had any funny hazing stories. Um, I mean, I've heard of people having to dress up and wear like funky outfits, but that's pretty much <laughs> it. I don't really think that exists, or maybe it does, and I'm just oblivious to it. But also, I like it that way. I'm gonna stay that way. Season wise, Angel McCautry goes down. What was that like for your team? I know that that changes the dynamic of any team when one of their leading role players, um, or I would say stars, um, goes down. What, what was that like for you all? It was tough, you know. She has a huge impact on and off the court. Just as a person, Angel, probably one of my favorite and best people that I've ever played with in my life. She's just such a great person. Um, so that was tough when she went down, but I think we all kind of had this, um, there was like an aura around our team that was like, okay, we have to do this for Angel. We're going to do the best that we can for her. And um, we're just going to keep fighting for her. And um, I think that's what we did as a team. We just put her on our back. And, yeah. What are your thoughts on the salary in comparison to other professional sports? Well, hearing you say that actually um, is, I don't know, I kind of look at it in a different way. It's like we're growing you know, it might be slow growth, but we are growing as a league. I think the more people who come to the games and watch the games and just support the WNBA in general, I think that's going to allow us to be able to get paid more. And I think we're heading in that direction. I think we are um, doing the things that are necessary 
to uh, grow the league, grow the league so we can have more publicity and just have a greater fan base in each city. So um, it's slow growth, but I think we're going in the right direction. Yeah. It's almost like I agree, but I disagree. Maybe because I'm a little older and I've, I've, you know, it's been pretty much the same since I've I've been watching and I'm just hoping that um, I still have a, a lot of friends that actually still currently play and hopefully it gets better for the women because, man, y'all are in there day in and day out sweating, putting your, your blood, sweat, and tears into it. Um, I think that the game has gotten faster. I think that, you know, us as women have gotten better. And so I do think that, man, there, it's got to be something. Something needs to happen to, to kind of just move us forward a little quicker. Or maybe I'm being impatient, but yeah. a, little, a little quicker because um, <laughs> it's been a little stagnant. Um, yeah, no, I hear you. Let's talk about that China bag because I know that's different. Let's let's. <laughs> what's China like? You know, you 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 come, you got drafted, you play, you know, season in the WNBA, and now boom, it's it's off, off to China. What's that like for you? Uh, I loved playing in China. China was probably my favorite country that I played in. It just really gets care of me. The team that I was on, um, I was the only American on my team, so I have a translator, and I'm very low maintenance. So, you know, I'd be chilling. (laughs) I don't need too much. You know, I'm like getting my chicken and my rice and I'll be good. So um, I made it work. I played really well. I had a good season and a good showing in China. So I enjoyed myself. I loved it. What team did you play for? The team. What city was that? I have a teammate actually that is currently in China. She played. She's in Shanghai. Um, Not sure the Um, name of the team, but. The team, from my understanding, it's in Da Qing in the name. I think the Da Qing, maybe the Dragons. I don't really know. Something like that. So, Monique, uh, I know we talked uh, off air. You know, I've been a, had the fortunate opportunity to be a strength and conditioning coach for three years, three basketball mm-hmm. seasons in China. And I remember the very first time I went to China, 2011, I went to Beijing. And the very first thing I remember coming off the plane into the airport was, dang, my nostrils was stinging like that smell, (laughs) you know, just like that China smell. So I remember that distinctively like it was yesterday. And that smell, it never gets old, you know, just walking around Mm. China, like what you think, just what it's like being in China as a basketball player and an American. I can't remember the smell, but... um, (laughs) What comes to my mind was like the, the toilets. The toilets oh, the are pot. not very the, typical. The squat pot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a hole in the ground. Yeah. And there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. There's no soap. So I would take the hotel soap, I'd keep it in my pocket anywhere I went. <laughs> and I would take my own roll of toilet paper too. So Same I was here. ready anywhere I went. But then, like, <laughs> when I get out of the bathroom and I look at the women, coming out they don't have the toilet paper they don't yeah. have the toilet paper. Like, what y'all doing? I'm like, how y'all living so you're looking at them funny <laughs> you're looking at them real funny i'm like how y'all living over here you know so that was a culture shock for me your eardrums buzzing yet make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now enough of us now let's get back to the show me i'm not six three i'm six one so mm-hmm. when I, I was towering over people just walking around in the grocery store or in the subway and the one thing i used to hate 
all the times people will like take pictures of me or like sneak and take pictures of me. <laughs> like they trying to hide. And I would just be like, yo, this I'll tell my translator, just hey, tell them if they want a picture, just come ask for a picture. Do you get do you get a lot right. of that too? Yeah. No, absolutely. One time I was in the elevator and you know how the elevators will have like mirrors. Oh yeah. So I see this man, he has his phone kind of he's trying to hide it a little bit, but I could see through the mirror that he's taking a picture of me. So I like turned around. I was like, "What? That's so weird." Squad. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. What do you what when you're over in China? What what's like your diet like? Because uh, I know, like some teams have chefs for the Americans, and you know they bring you know food over from like Whole Foods mm-hmm. or like those type. What's your diet like when you're over there? Had a chef. Um, he knew how to make some fried chicken. So I knew I was going to be okay when I saw that fried chicken <laughs> come out on the platter. But um, they, I, like I said, I'm really simple. So just like chicken, a lot of chicken, just grilled chicken, rice. Um, they had like curry. Curry was good. I'm not really a picky eater. People are like, oh, I would never eat the meat in China. I'm still standing and living and I'm fine. So I think the meat in China is fine depending on like, you know, which type. But have chicken you, and cows. Have totally you seen the meat? Because I know, look, I live in Chicago here and uh, you can go through Chinatown and they have the the meat hanging in the windows and it disgusts <laughs> me. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, eat, I don't eat meat currently anyway, but like just the smell and just to see it, it's like almost like, man, that's a, a dead animal just hanging there. Like, do, do you get them vibes at times? <sighs> I mean, yes and no. Yeah, I, I don't really trip off of that. I'm like, if it tastes good, I'm fine. Oh, no. <laughs> mo, mo. So like, you, you eat the fish with the head on it, then. You want to know. Off the lazy right. season. I want to know people it. with the eyeballs in it. No, no. See, we, we, we were vibing like, for a minute. You just, you lost me. <laughs> just lost I would me. walk through the grocery stores, and I would see ducks hanging, like, <sighs> Old ducks. I'd see pig knuckles. I'd see pig guts and cow guts. Mm hmm. (laughs) And like with the chicken, they eat every part of the chicken. They eat the beak. They eat the tail. Like they eat every part of the chicken. No stone gun on. You can't throw that away. Hey, you know, they eat all (laughs) that. That's why I don't buy no chicken. <laughs> so we can just go ahead and switch gears from that. What's so what's mm-hmm. what's up with the shopping, girl? What the, what the, what the, what's the shopping like over there? I know it's it's got to be two cent to the dollar because I can't wait. Like I'm I'm trying to go <laughs> trying to get over there and get all the new bags and everything and bring them back. Man, what's the shopping like? They had a lot of fake stuff. I saw oh, some no. Balenciagas, not the not the Balenciagas. <laughs> I <laughs> so I bought a couple little like I bought some like robes like some silk robes that were like super like authentic to china you know what i mean or like some silk okay. scarves stuff like that but that was pretty much it i didn't buy anything crazy okay what about the glasses i see yeah. um scrolling up and down checking you out a little bit we we share a common interest i'm, I'm a glasses woman you know <laughs> different styles different shades different shapes mm-hmm. so you got a little bit of that going on you cop anything from china anything i need to know no, about i didn't i didn't i didn't really see anything too cool honestly and maybe i was just missing out maybe me and my translator just didn't go to the good spots but i didn't see too much uh gla- too many glasses what type of glasses do you like like what where do you get your glasses from where, where... Hmm. that's a really good question i guess i like unique type of glasses just like if i think it's cool um not any not anything specific but if i see something I'm like, oh that's dope i could see myself wearing that 
I'll go for something like that. Okay. So you, you seem to be in fashion. Like, was that something you, you grew up on that or you just got into it or, you know, how, how did that? Yes. So I've been, a, I've been a fashion lover my whole life. Um, I watched America's Next Top Model like every okay. weekend growing up. Okay. And um, Tyra Banks was a big influence for me when yes. I was young. So just seeing her impact, especially being a strong black woman out in, she made me realize like oh, I could be that way too. I can have an effect on people's lives like that. So do you like the so, fashion um, or the actual modeling? Cause I know for, for me, I guess we share that interest where I can sit and watch Project Runway all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say both fashion and modeling. Um, I like looking good. When you look good, you feel good. That's how uh, I like to present myself. So when I'm in clothes that I like and clothes that are comfortable for me and I think I look good I mean obviously that makes me feel good so fashion is uh big for me and then with modeling I love modeling as well just because I love portraying my femininity um through media and just these photos and videos and just kind of showing a different side of myself and just feeling beautiful that also makes you feel good you know just feeling good about yourself and just being able to relate being able to relay that message to others is a feeling like no other. So as a female Hooper and, you know, the next America's top model, how do you marry both the modeling and the basketball together? So that is the part that I'm not going to say I'm trying to figure out, but I'm trying to show. Um, I want to be the one to bridge that gap and to kind of just be a light and example for women that you don't have to choose. You know, people ask me, what do you like better? Do you like basketball or do you like fashion? I'm like, why can't I just like both? And that's me. I love both. So I love looking good, feeling good, playing hard, being a beauty and a beast. You know, all of that together is the balance that I, <laughs> all of that together is the balance that I found that works for me. And so, um, and it's not for everyone. So I don't force it on people just because, you know, some people don't like that. And that's totally okay. But I'm the type of girl who, I want to wear heels. I'm going to walk into the game wearing my heels and my cute outfit and hey. have my makeup on. I'm going to go get some buckets. <laughs> and um, I'm going to find the balance between both. Nice. Have you, so, thinking longevity, right, and, and modeling mm-hmm. and different things like that, have you, you know, is that something that when you, when you go to your next country and different things like that, are you putting those fillers out there um, for agencies, you know, out the country as well as in the States? That's a really good question. It's kind of hard to because um, when you're there playing basketball, when you're overseas playing basketball, they want you to play basketball. They want you to focus. And so I don't really know how to navigate that system as well as like being here in the States. Everyone speaks English and, you know, it's just kind of you can navigate things on your own and make connections on your own. But, for example, when I was in China, I was sitting at a pizza hut with my translator and a couple had came up to me, spoke no English, but they added me as WeChat friends and um so they were able to translate what they were saying through WeChat and basically they were saying they have a jewelry company they wanted me to model their jewelry and I was like oh yes like I'm here for it right so I told my translator and he was like well I don't think the coach is gonna want you to do that they want you to focus on basketball and it's kind of true because like when I'm in China 
they're my source of transportation and just how I'm able yeah. to navigate anywhere. So it's like I can't really do much on my own. You well, know? That, that's different there. Don't don't you don't don't lose that that fire because in different countries, um, I think that well for me when I was playing, wow, I had um, I had I seemed to have like good good amount of downtime where you can you know kind of figure those things out and things like that. I don't think you should, like you said, try to find the balance. I think you can find the balance within that, um, what what you're doing. Obviously, you need to try to go somewhere where it's more Americans, but <laughs> where you're not the only American and you need that that translator or where English is a little more common. Um, but I definitely think that that's, you know, you got like a little lane for you, girl. I'm looking at the um, looking at some of your Instagrams. My, my aunt, um, her name is Mia. She actually lives in California. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. She lives in Hollywood right now. Mia Bell. Nice. Yeah, I should share your information with her. She uh, she actually modeled. She played in movies, played in Boys in the Hood. She's still modeling now. She's uh, best one of Dr. Dre's best friends. So she's in that industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. You should look her up. Um, that'll be, I mean, been around it. I've seen it. So definitely think you got a light, like a, a niche for it. Um, I think if I wasn't five foot nothing, I would have <laughs> may have looked into it, but um, wasn't my lane. But that that definitely could be a lane for you. I think that you should definitely continue to do that and try to try to bridge that gap because that'll be that'll be dope. You'd be the first like Asian American China German supermodel. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of that, all of it. Get modeling just the jewelry. You'd be modeling hair yeah. and and yeah, girl, you listen. Hey, Ford and Wilhelmina. I hope y'all listening. Hey, we got it right business. here. Speak hey. it right, sure. She listen. She modeling whatever hair, nails. Look, we doing it all. Some okay? of that, some of that yicky yaki, yicky yaki, Perugian, <laughs> Remy. Ocean wave, deep body wave, whatever. We doing it. <laughs> Cali swag. Cali style. <laughs> so as a as a as a pro, um, I know that, you know, as women our, our longevity in basketball is is, you know, it depends on obviously our bodies and things like that. Um, what other investments are you looking into to doing outside of modeling? You know, are you are you looking to you know, what's what's your next step? What's next after basketball? I know that, you know, in college it's different when people ask you what's next, but now that you you know you have your life up and running, what you know what are your thoughts? What what, what do you want to do after it's all said and done? So broadcasting is definitely a passion nice. of mine. So I want to be an analyst and basically being able to speak on the game and even just being like a television personality, not just focusing on basketball. So um, being both actually You're gonna be in that, uh, that just be right awesome. just right part two, huh? <laughs> I've never seen that. No. What? Oh, no. that's California. Wait, is that the one with Queen Latifah? Yes. yes. In common. What is wrong? I think I've seen Carter. No, Momo. No. No. I am. I'm just disappointed. I grew up going to like Christian school and Catholic school. I wasn't allowed to watch that stuff. Okay. That's not. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. So just, they should have been playing this one in the Christian school. This is about like, you know. Something happens traumatic in your life, and how you, and bounce, how you back. bounce back, mm. and you know the people that's in your corner, and and things like that. Like it's not a, it's not yeah. a bad movie. We ain't asking you to watch Love Trap or Die yeah. or, or Fifty Cent Get Rich, <laughs> Get Rich or Die Trying. This is this is this was actually a a quality. What school did you go to? I'm gonna write them a letter. Love and basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to watch Love and Basketball until I was in like 
I didn't watch it until I was maybe in high school. I'm going to write every school you've ever been to because I think that is crazy. <laughs> Loving basketball no, is like... Oh, mom and dad, if you're listening, if you're listening, I'm glad she came out a pro, but she could have been benefited from loving basketball, okay? <laughs> Man, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, when you get a chance, you need to check that out. Hey, Monique, going back to, real quick to, you said something a second ago about um, you didn't get a chance to do certain things growing up. Uh, I remember listening to an interview you had about when you were playing at UCLA, you wanted to have like a, a YouTube channel and the NCAA told you you had to take take it down because you were in and out or something like that. You couldn't like uh, uh, advertise for those schools. So recently, the NCAA, you know, had their rule changes. Started off in Cali. You know, you're not that remo- far removed from college. So what do you think about just the uh, kids nowadays being able to benefit off their likeness, off their jersey sales, being able to put up a YouTube video, in and out, things like that. Fantastic, and I think um, it's long overdue. You know, uh, I hope that they're able to. I hope that the students are able to thrive off of that and um, just really build for themselves and start building their platform and building their brand while they're in college. I Absolutely. think that's incredible. Absolutely, man, Momo. Do you know? Uh, do you know Gentel Lavender? Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to talk to Gentel. So me, Gentel, and I grew up as one of my closest friends. We grew up together um, in Cleveland. She actually. You, when you spoke about broadcasting, she actually just tapped into that. Um, obviously, she had the injury during the season, and uh, not playing overseas this year. And she's always she's, you know, very good on cue on spot, wanted to stay around the game. And she's now broadcasting for the Big Ten. And I think that's somebody you definitely should, um, you know, kind of link up with and pick her brain a little bit about about that, especially if you see, you know, that's something you want to do down the line. That's a really good idea. Absolutely, I'm all for you know everybody. Everybody helping each other. Look, we all, you know, as, as women, mm-hmm. African-American women at that, like, we got to kind of help each other out. And I think, that, like I said, right. y'all both yeah. are pretty much in the same. You know, she's been in the, the league now nine years. This will be her 10th temp, temp season. So she's a, a seasoned vet, been doing it a while, know a lot of people. Um, and she's all about helping the next generation. So I definitely think that's somebody you should kind of bump into or reach out to and, and kind of pick her brain a little bit. That's a good idea. So where um, are you playing anywhere this this off season overseas, or are you just still trying to figure it out? Figuring it out, I'll probably end up somewhere. I was I played in a tournament a couple weeks ago in Jordan and Morocco, so probably end up somewhere soon. You said in Morocco. Mm-hmm. How just, was that? You right. just dropped that off like it like, was like, like, around like, the corner. Just, uh, right. I was, yeah, I was just in Puerto Rico. Uh, like, wait, like, wait. Uh, Morocco, okay. I thought you saw George Street at Morocco right. Ave. Right. <laughs> I went from San Francisco to LA. Right. Yeah. How, how was that? How was, how was Morocco? How, how was that event for you? Uh, Morocco was cool. I thought it was going to, it's in Africa. So I didn't know if it was actually going to be African. But it was very um, Middle Eastern. It was very Middle Eastern, which was cool, different. Um, wasn't expecting that. People were nice. They embraced me. Uh, I enjoyed myself. Okay. Was that – so you went and played there. Was that on, you know, just – that about giving back? Or what What was that trip about? Um, I mean, it's just overseas. So right. overseas is about hustling, getting your Absolutely. bread. Absolutely. Are you into any um like community activities and things like that? I know that a lot of times with the WNBA with the league, um, they put on a lot of community, um, kind of give back opportunities for the WNBA, and I I think that's phenomenal. Are you are you 
part anything outside of that or, you know, you have your own kind of ideas of what you want to do? Working on some things, definitely okay. working on some things um, that hopefully within early 2020 will um, come to pass. Hey, well, speaking in existence, it'll 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 yeah. it'll be there. And once you get it started, look, 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 me and E up. We'll still be here hey, trying to the, pick pick the brains of other people, trying to figure that thing out. Yeah, you're right about that. We'll be here. We'll be here. Hey, we're here for it. We're here to support you, Monique. And we're mm-hmm. here. We on your team. Um, next time you're in Chicago, you know, sit down. We can break bread, and we family now. Absolutely. I actually Thank be you, um, during your season when you in Atlanta. Like I said, if you can look her up too, she. She works for you guys. Um, Asia Reed, they call her Alay. Um, on social media, her name is Alay05. She does like, like I said, your interviews and things like that. Look her up, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm in Atlanta often. I'm, I'm gonna catch up with you though. We, we definitely will chat, and hopefully that you get that modeling thing popping. Hey, hey, yeah. mm-hmm. hey, we, hey, all y'all out there who got the modeling connection, you know, we need some of them. What's the red bottoms called? Some of them Louboutins, we need some of that. That's not the name, but we're going to give you a pass. Louis Vuitton, whatever, (laughs) Louboutins, we need some of that. We need all that from a girl. We need everything. We go big give him a pass, Momo. He, he, big he sound like the, uh, all that. He sound like the Chinese people over there with them Balenciagas. Balis- <laughs> Man. I'm trying to get at the maroon bottles. Right. We, we going to give him a pass on that. He ain't even say it right. We're we not doing that. Right, right. Well, Monique, we, we appreciate you coming on No Referees Podcast today. Thank you for taking your time out today. And we look forward to your next chapter. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the No Referees Podcast. Please hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this show and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Till the next episode, we out.